Welcome back to our third episode of BK Soundwave. My name is Kevin Rooker, and I'm here with my co-host, Lauren Haver. Hi, everyone. Kevin, great to be back with you. Today, we have some really great guests joining us. We are joined by an all-girl power team today. Uh, Kevin, you are very lucky to be working with us. We have... It's the story of my life, but another another talk for another podcast. Uh, well, today with us in the studio today, we have uh, Rachel Perkins. She is the uh, territory manager for the Southeast for neurosurgery and um, Delia Webb, who is the CAM for the East as well. And we just want to welcome you guys to um, the BK SWAT Soundwave studio um, and get to know you a little bit. Cool. All right. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So, uh, Vilia, why don't you um, give us a, tell us a little bit about yourself and how long you've been at BK, where you're joining us from, and a little about your role here. Yeah, so my name is Vilia. I am um, a the East Coast Clinical Account Manager with BK Medical. I joined BK in December of 2022, so just over six months ago. I have a clinical background. I am a nurse by trade, and my background is all in neurosurgery. I have experience um, in the neuroscience ICU, uh, neurosurgery clinic setting, and then uh, management in a neurosurgery clinic setting. Awesome. Welcome to the team. And Rachel, how about you? Hi, I'm Rachel Perkins. And I'm the territory manager for neurosurgery, and I cover the Southeast, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, and Puerto Rico. I have been in the device space for about 15 years, probably going to show my age. But before that, I also started my career off as a nurse and got that very important clinical background and then parlayed that into medical device sales about 15 years ago, started as a clinical and worked my way up into sales and I have been with BK since December of 2022. Well, welcome to both of you. We heard that you had kind of a big win recently, Rachel. Can you walk us through what that looked like? So we just had, uh, Vili and I, a big win at Nemours Children's Hospital, which is located in Orlando. It's a smaller hospital. Uh, this actually came in through a website inquiry. I received that and immediately called was lucky enough to be up in Orlando the same week. So we actually got our system in there for a demo three days later. Our champion is the one who hit the button on the website inquiry. He's had a procurement. So he really was our guide into meeting the surgeons and getting our system into the OR for the demo. Uh, the day the demo came, Billy and I showed up. I you know, I can't stress the importance of teamwork on this. Having someone clinical who's a nurse brings so much value, especially, you know, bringing surgeons out and showing them product and, you know, talking shop with them. So we did that. The surgeons came out, had them touch it. We had our phantoms ready, answered questions, and more importantly, asked the right questions. Questions like, what would having this in the OR with you mean to the flow of your surgery? You know, how could this help you in your cases? Those open-ended questions that really made them think and get excited about having this in the OR with them. Can you talk to us a little bit about the importance or the value of ultrasound in, in PEDS patients, in pediatrics? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, the, the pediatric surgeons, at least I've been having conversations with, this is a gold standard they have, especially when you've got a very unstable baby child on the operating table. 
they're intubated, they've got arterial lines, they've got five drip, you know, they don't have that time to be doing intra-op CTs or MRIs, post-MRIs, any of that, because these patients are so unstable. And that's what we heard a lot from these surgeons is not having to send these babies to get a CT after because they can see real time what's happening as they start to head towards the end of the case. I was just going to add to that, you know, the ability to not have to take that child to an MRI or a CT scan if you don't have to is really, really important, especially not alone just the time and the the issues that you could cause, you know, traveling in the hospital with that child and, you know, when they're unstable, as Rachel said, but also just reducing the um, radiation exposure at such a young age. That's really important. Reduce that as much as you can. So it sounds like the the BK active imaging really fits in this scenario. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. So how did you guys have the conversation with the, with the customers about the concept of, of active imaging? Well, you know, it's it's funny because they were using ultrasound being wheeled up from radiology and bagging the probes for certain cases, not all cases, because it wasn't available at all cases. So at least one of the surgeons really knew the value of having this, but didn't have it yet. Sure. Um, and, I, and I think that second surgeon, you know, asking him, would you use this more? Would you use this? And he was like, absolutely. It was just having it there them to utilize was really important. So were they using they were, were they using ultrasound already or, or not a dedicated neurosystem, it sounds like? They were using just a generic okay. radiology wheel up bagging the probe. Like Rachel said, I, I think we both um, kind of stress the importance of active imaging and not having to put a bag over the probe and being able to use this fully stand, sterilizable transducer. Um, during surgery, making it safer for the patient, much clearer imaging for the patient and the surgeon, you know, just highlighting the the true difference between our active imaging system and a, you know, basic radiology ultrasound that they would have to bag. It's not sterilizable, increased risk of infection. Um, it was really important to highlight those those key topics. Absolutely. What of those features, if any, did they express were were some of the most important to them or the biggest the biggest selling points for them? One key feature that the surgeons, I think, especially in the pediatric world, um, were very interested in is the shunt probe and the ability to be able to see real time where the shunt is being placed. Um, so you don't have to go take that post CT scan. In the pediatric world, they do a lot of shunt placements, these surgeons in particular. So it is really important to be able to see that active real time imaging of where that shunt is being placed and confirming placement within the ventricles. Sure. Is there anything in particular or what do you guys think from this made this sale move along so quickly? What were some of the factors that helped to speed up the, the timeline? So I think there were some stars that aligned in our favor that they already had the budget approved for 2023 to purchase this. Nice. The other comment that we heard, which I think me and V were high-fiving, was David, who was our champion, said, you guys are really the only game in town. And I said, yeah, we really are for this. So that's really what catapulted this. And then, of course, having the surgeons love it and buy into it, it just really lined up. And then just following it through the sales process, knowing where it was at all times and just seeing it through. 
on. <laughs> no, I think Rachel, Rachel's being very humble in this. I think she worked really hard. She, she did, she pushed it and she, she worked really hard to get this sale go through and she, you know, she stayed on them and really her color shined. I love it. And I, I don't know why it. I said that. <laughs> I love the girl power in this story. I love how you guys work together as a team. Um, I love it. I have another point I could make. Yeah. That, you know, the fact that we're both nurses, um, and I found this since making transition into sales, it, it really brings a lot of power to the situation. Uh-huh. I think speaking like myself as a salesperson, but letting them know, you know, I've been a nurse for a long time and it, it really gives you um, credibility. Um, and, you know, in moving that process along through manager of surgery, whoever it is, and them seeing the RN in my card, it, it really does kind of lower the walls. And, you know, I've, I've been where you are and lets them talk to you in a little bit more of a even playing field. So. Yeah, I would imagine that's a, a huge, uh, a huge advantage coming from a clinical background like that. Absolutely. Even, I mean, anything you can bring to the OR that helps them know this is what we do. And as you said, the the champion told you that we're the only game in town. And not only that, we're the best game in town and we're there to assist and help them. And I think that just really helps with credibility when you can walk in the room and demonstrate that you have some experience with this. For sure. So what advice would both of you uh, what advice would you share that you learned from this sale that you would share with the rest of your sales team? If you get a hot lead, get right on it. <laughs> <laughs> don't wait. Call that lead. Call every lead. Even if you don't think it's a good lead, it may um, move you in a different direction. Well, you you kind of answered part of that earlier. And when I first heard of this story, I was a little confused how you could do a capital expense like that. Um, in about a three-month window, but the fact that they had already budgeted for it and whatnot, um, uh, like you said, it kind of aligned the stars all, all at once. Yeah, it really did. It could be like that, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> and being the token male on this call and uh, many other uh, calls I'm involved with, what's it like being a woman in a male-dominated industry? Mm, that's a great question. It's changed over the last 15 years, I can tell you that, um, for the better. You know, when I first started, I worked for a bigger company, and I think I was the only female on the team and a, and a couple positions I've held since. But I think it's changed for the better. I think, I'm not sure how to answer this. I, I think, I don't want to say men are seeing the value, but I think companies are seeing the value that both sexes have mm -hmm. and that we can really complement each other want to say like the bro club thing I is I see lessening yeah. as the years go by I'm happy to say and I'm really just really happy to see this neuro team we all work great together and you know I, I don't see any of that here which is really refreshing yeah and I think the more as a woman in the industry too I think the more um the more women that that join the business and um, the more our gender grows in numbers, you know, we're seeing less of the boys club and, and now we have a, a, a girls club too. And I think, um, you know, my experience in this industry with, with the women has always been very supportive. Um, you know, 
I see it in you too. You seem to have a, a really great working relationship and, and friendship and, and team and bond. We have that on my team. And I think that that is so huge that we support each other. Um, you know, and, and as we continue to grow our demographic in the business, it, it's only going to get stronger. Yeah, I agree. I think that the um, the teamwork and the, I think that Rachel and I both come from similar backgrounds and we both have similar working styles and um, being able to really understand each other and how we work, it, it made it a really easy, easy win for us. Love it. Well, um, anything else that you guys want to share about this story or about your experiences on the Neuro team or at BK? I loved hearing about it, um, working in the general surgery um, space. I don't get to interact with the Neuro team um, as much as I would like, but it was great getting to know you guys. And um, anything you want to close with? Say, I appreciate you highlighting, you know, women on this team because I think it's important to keep lifting each other up. I feel very supportive of giving more women the chance to do what I've done. I'm not going to be here forever, and I would love to see more women take over this role and be successful and be happy and truly understand how to kind of transition into a sales role as well. Yeah, I think um, it, like Rachel said, I um it's great to see so many women in this industry. You know, I just got out of tr- traditional healthcare back in December and and you go into med sales typically thinking, oh, it's a male dominated industry. I'm, you know, how am I going to make it here? But I think having people like Rachel, you know, in this industry and able to help newcomers like myself um, kind of guide me and, and give me advice and kind of give me the ins and outs of it, especially as someone who also has a clinical background, it's really, really helpful to have that. Well, Kevin, do you have any other questions for our, our guests? No, not at this point. I, I will say it's going to sound kind of cheesy, and I'm I'm sure Ben will make fun of me, uh, but I, I hope we're getting to a point where we we stop recognizing whether you're male or female and just that you're a part of the sales team. Um, so at, at some point, we'll get that way. And I've been in this industry 40 years as a sonographer, and on that end, it's a very female-dominated, but I never felt out of place being uh, in the minority. So hopefully we get to that point, but uh, time will tell. Totally agree. 100%. Okay. Well, I think that's a wrap. Uh, thank you guys, or ladies, I should say, so much <laughs> for taking the time to sit with us today, um, sharing a little bit more about uh, what's going on in the neuro world and really just uh, letting us get to know you a little bit better. Thank, Thank you, you so much for having us. I would uh, say the same. Thanks for doing this, uh, taking time out of your busy day to uh, inform the rest of the team uh, what you've been up to. I think this will be nice for the urology and general surgery teams to kind of learn a little bit about the neurosurgery side as well. Well, thanks, guys. Um, until next time. Thank you. As much fun as it's been hanging out in the girls' club, we are out of time. So until the next episode, I'm Kevin, and on behalf of my co-host Lauren, we'll see you shortly. And remember, the higher the frequency, the better the image.